What's up, everybody? This is Storm Batiste. And this is BA. And welcome back to episode 31 of Made Men Podcast. Bringing you everything that we think every man should know, no matter if you're white, black, skinny, or fat. These are the facts. Facts. And everything that we think every man of the 21st century should know about savings, investing, dating, and everything else in between. Welcome back. Welcome back. We took a little break. We've been doing that a lot lately, man. But that's a yeah, good thing. It is a good thing. It is summer. So, uh,. We had to take so a break, well. number one, because I had to travel back home Man. for a vo- for a vacation you back to what? Chicago, take a break, That's be around you family, need, recharge. Right? Yeah, that's okay, man. You know what? I haven't really made it back to the house yet, which my parents remind me every day. I'm trying to plan a trip. Mm. Am I really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like I could have planned it by now. Yeah, you probably could, and I will eventually. Mm-hmm. But so I went and got a massage. Okay, nice little relaxing massage at this new spot. Mm-hmm. Um, it was okay. The lady asked me if I wanted hard or medium, and I said medium, but I felt like she gave me hard anyway. Okay. Stuck her elbow right okay. in the center of my back. Okay. Didn't feel good. I had one of those before. It was nice. It was, Oh, it was nice. It was nice. But, do, I, but I like I need that. Them little ladies are strong. That. Yeah, they are. Oh, you know what, though? Speaking about traveling back to Chicago, I just got my passport two weeks ago. <laughs> Traveling back to Chicago. Yeah, the traveling. Triggered something in my mind. Yeah. Got my passport, so y'all know I'm about to be international with it. Okay. You know, we got something in the works right now. I'm planning a little trip to Jamaica, to the Caribbean. Was this your first trip out of the country? Hey, man. This is my second trip. Okay. So I, I, I call this my first trip, but I actually, in, in high school, when we graduated, we went on like a senior cruise. What is that? Y'all went on a cruise? To the Bahamas. Yeah. Wow. And. I guess I was out of the country, but you know, they just let you off in that little area and you walk mm-hmm. around and do shopping malls. But anyway, mm-hmm. we're glad to have y'all back again. Mm-hmm. We got some interesting stuff to talk to y'all about as always. Very interesting. What are we talking about today, man? Uh, Insecurities. Yes. Insecurities. Insecurities. Male. Specifically in men. Male insecurities. So I feel like this is something that's probably like talked about. But may not be talked about enough. Mm. So, like, okay. I want to really like dissect the insecurities in millennial men. Mm, okay, but it's also applicable to all men. All men. We realize y'all probably have an idea of the insecurities that we have, but like Brian said, I don't think it's talked about enough. So, hopefully, we're gonna dissect it a little bit. Um, I want to talk about it from our pers- our perspective, but also just perspective in general because our insecurities are limited to just us. Mm-hmm. When really it affects all of us as men. Right. So, y'all hold tight. We're going to be there in a minute. Anyway. Entertainment section. We're on to the entertainment section. So, okay. what's been going on in the news, Storm? Yo, it's um, it's been a lot, man. Every time we take like the two weeks off or whatever, a lot of stuff covers. So, we really have to pick and choose the most important mm-hmm. stuff. I don't want to start with what I'm looking at the first thing is. But so. you got you to gotta get the bad out the way so we can talk about the good. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. So I'm sure everybody has heard about the uh, the three mass shootings. Mm-hmm. The one that happened in Day- Dayton, Ohio, El Paso, Texas, and then Gilroy, California. Mm-hmm. I think they said it was 34 dead and 53 mm-hmm. injured. Um, condolences, man. That's all you can really say. Like um, condolences to the family. Like it's it's just a sad situation. Um, I think I was looking up um, stats as far as like mass shootings. Yeah. And I think New York. I mean. Uh, United States is uh, has the most has mass, the most mass and I don't know why but I guess it's just more publicized now we can see it but yeah. I feel like more have been happening just since like yeah I think I think here's the thing and I'm gonna I'm just leave it at this I feel like this stuff isn't by accident 
and that's just like the conspiracy theorist in me but um i feel like this stuff isn't my accident what do you like, mean when you say accident so i think that when it comes to things like this and for it specifically these three mass shootings to happen all in one day mm -hmm. like simultaneously oh uh, yeah 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 like it's it's kind of weird to me as far as like who what why like really figuring out those types of things but they were targeting mexican people right or spanish people yeah Im immigrants immigrants yeah, yeah okay. immigrants yeah, yeah so um i think like this stuff is doesn't happen by mistake but either way, um, condolences to the families. You know, I saw I saw a read just a little bit into it. Mm -hmm. um, some good out of the out of the bad, or better out of the bad. I don't like to say good anything. Mm -hmm. It's a mass shooting. You know, apparently a mass shooting is considered with three people or more mm -hmm. are killed in one instance. Um, I was looking up online and, and they were talking about you know how does the president respond to all of this and stuff. And apparently he was thinking like, oh, they're playing these violent video games and trying to make it like a reality nah. thing. So Walmart talking about they're gonna mm -hmm. take out mm -hmm. like the the um not aggressive that's not the word i'm looking for but like video games that look like they're geared towards like shooting and like um that's not going rpgs or whatever they're gonna take out the displays yeah, so you can no longer see them yeah that's not going but they help. still sell guns <laughs> at walmart and now walmart is wild have if anybody's never been to a walmart you can literally like buy, walk in there and buy a gun like you can literally walk in there and buy a rifle a dude walked in with a rifle in a bodysuit and yeah. didn't think nobody was gonna say nothing to him they're, they're in a case like they're in a case where you can see them like you can see that you can pick them like i want this one and um like taking out video games isn't gonna solve the problem when it comes to mass shootings. video games and um you gotta remember like this this country is built off violence so um and um i was watching some clip to where like that's just like the way the united states has always been like everything has been really built off violence like people coming in taking whatever they want mm -hmm. and killing the population that was there before colonizing yeah colonizing and it's Best just like worst place to live yeah right? so it's just like i'm not surprised unfortunately it's sad situation but all i can say is like i hope for the 34 people that um lost their lives in it like i hope the families get mm -hmm. better i hope they make it through it Oh, one thing, one thing. Lady yep. Gaga actually, mm -hmm. <laughs> Lady Gaga says she plans to fund 160 mm -hmm. plus classroom projects. I guess helping towards uh, the people in El Paso, Tech. like mm -hmm. each one of the places is a specific number. I didn't mm -hmm. look up the number, but mm -hmm. that's somebody, you know, giving to that situation, mm -hmm. trying to see the good in the darkness. So I, I think that was awesome that she reached out and did that. Mm -hmm. So I guess like just trying to find like light in the darkness um i just want to say um centoya brown um she just got released from uh prison last wednesday mm. um and if you don't know centoya brown was um convicted of uh murdering a man who was uh pimping her out when she was 16 and um she was sentenced to life in a uh, prison so uh she finally she was um granted uh clemency um in uh, january but now she's officially out of jail Yo, from what i'm and congrats to her because mm -hmm. it's just like i mean that's a tough situation and she did what she had to do Man, in my opinion murder 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 is bad murder is murder but at the same at time at 16 like, years old like you ain't really got like yeah like i'm just thinking i'm trying to empathize like 16 years old mm -hmm. this girl's barely driving like mm -hmm. she's barely experienced any part of life mm -hmm. and people are and you took advantage of that taking advantage of her life yeah. planning her life got pimped mm -hmm. out 
used up, mm -hmm. used goods, and so. And she's thirty. She's thirty-one now, and um, she's free. I'm, I'm hearing rumors that Whoa, she's married. So snaps for her, like really, really up. happy for her. So yeah. She's not scarred too much damage for life, and yeah. she can make a full recovery exactly, mentally exactly. and physically, right? Yep. Jumping on to better things. Yep. Let's keep the energy up. Mm -hmm. Rick Ross. Oh, yeah. Dropped a new album, The Boss. Port of Miami 2. August 9th. Port of Miami 2. Oh, shout out. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Sis. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like, Port of Miami 2 drop. I'm a huge Rick Ross fan mm. from Port of Miami 1. Yo, Rick Ross be doing his um, thing, man. If you really, like, need to get up and go get something, if you need to feel motivated to start <laughs> your own shit, like, you need to listen to a Rick Ross album. Specifically... Um, Teflon Don, okay. God forgives I don't. Drop the gems. Like those are the ones that where like you want to go back and say like yeah like okay. I need to get my shit together. Okay. So Port so Port of Miami two drop really good album. I really appreciated it. It's a it's a song on there with Nipsey. Um, <laughs> hey. Rich nigga lifestyle. Okay. I love that song so much. So great album. Okay. Also also I don't know if y'all listen to y'all. The whole singing and rapping thing or whatever. I mean, if y'all listen to Drake, y'all do. Mm -hmm. But Trippy Red also dropped a little album on August 9th. Yeah, that's your line. Go, yeah. go talk about it. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, I just listened to a few of them. It's still growing on me. You mm -hmm. know, I, I tried to give albums a chance. I didn't like it the first run through. Mm -hmm. I didn't like Cole album the first three. Mm -hmm. Or the second or the third. But I'm working on it. KOD? No, the latest one he just came out with. Uh, oh, he's talking about Dream, the, uh, Revenge Dream. of the uh, Dream Chasers. Yeah, Revenge of the Dream Chasers. Uh, I'm not sure what the vibe is yet. But I'm still giving it a chance. So we're going to see what that's about. Okay. Meg and Nikki got oh, a yeah. single out, right? Meg and Nikki have a hot girl summer single oh, out. Oh, you hot girls out they there. They finally gave you something that you can carry on through the summer. Even though y'all been down all summer. Like, they finally gave you something that you stand by, I guess. No. All y'all hot girls out there, this is just for you. Just for you. Yo, I saw a picture on Twitter with oh. Nikki and Meg and it was some other girl. Yo. Hey, man. They tough, man. I'm just glad. I'm just glad Nikki is out here just getting on with the younger generation. I know she been having it. I don't know. I don't know because I'm not in entertainment. But you know, I heard it's been some static rumors. Rumors of static. It's Nikki. It's always static, man. It's always static because but Cardi glad, taking the throne. But I'm glad that she was able to jump on a track mm -hmm. with uh, um, with a young female artist. Okay, that's respect out to that. It's room for more than one at the yeah, time. I man, like man. the collab, yeah. man. I like it. Also, I know y'all don't give a shit, but I'm going to tell y'all anyway. Talk about it. Yo, yo, did y'all see that video on Instagram or Twitter, whichever one you are on? Mystical bust his ass the other day. Boy, that shit was no, he, so funny. He took a tumble. He didn't just bust did his ass. Did you see the first he, of all? I knew something. He tumbled. Nothing was good. Nothing good was coming to that first little jump. He barely made it over the speaker the first time. And then he did some little... Sideways, like handicap hop that he did. Yeah, he was in a dunk contest. I don't Yo, know he what actually the fuck was going on. <laughs> like he was trying to be in the dunk contest. I don't know what he was. Yo, doing. he actually <laughs> fell in the crowd. They picked him yeah, back up. Yeah, it, it was different. And it he was tried different. to do. He tried to do the concert sitting on the on the ground. I mean, on the stage. Like carried him out in the ambulance. <laughs> he got carried out in the ambulance. Yeah, they took him out in the ambulance after the concert. He finished it and then he went out in the ambulance. So we don't know what he actually did. Sheesh. <laughs> Lastly, man, for the entertainment, wrap it up. Um, wait, 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 it was one more thing. Yeah, I know it's one more thing. No, yeah. no, it was it was two more things. I'm sorry. Oh, two more things. So uh, the other thing was um, ASAP Rocky is free. Mm. So happy to have him back. How can I forget? Um, even though he made some comments that people find a little questionable back in the day, like he was like, you know, don't talk to me about 
issues in the black community and things like that. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I think it was like five, four or five years ago, the way he was just like, you know, somebody had asked him how he felt about, you know, what's going on in Ferguson, Missouri, things mm-hmm. like that. And he was like, that ain't my thing. I live in Beverly oh, Hills. But now you want the black like, people to hold you down when you get incarcerated. I, I, wait, wait, wait. I don't think he said that. Oh, okay. I don't think he hey, ever hey, said BA, that. let me know before I, I get on my bag, that, man. But I think he understands it a lot more, like mm-hmm. as far as like you got people behind you. But okay. I'm glad he's free back in the United States. He got locked up in Sweden, so yeah. I'm glad he's free. If you don't know the story behind it, I mean, basically, him, his security guard and some Swedish residents mm. got into an altercation. Uh, somebody got thrown. Somebody got hit with some headphones. Mm. Uh, ASAP Rocky took the blame. Hit with headphones. The dude smacked him with some headphones. Wow. I saw the video. Yeah, it was crazy. It must be some beats. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was some big-ass headphones. Yeah, I'm sure it was, it was a knockoff brand. I didn't see the big B on the mm. side. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he got incarcerated. He's free now, though, so that's good for him. Hopefully, mm. he learned something from that. Hopefully... I don't even know. That's crazy. The whole situation mm. was. But <laughs> the last thing I guess to cover on the entertainment section would be this is the five year passing of Mike Brown. Yeah. Michael Brown. Not not something to be extremely happy about, but definitely something to be remembered because I feel like this ignited a lot of stuff mm-hmm. around the Black Lives Matter movement. Like even though like you're gone, like your death was instrumental mm-hmm. and very, very prominent as far as mm-hmm. like helping people become more aware aware of like, you know, just the struggle of the black community and just understanding that black lives do matter. So definitely. And, and yeah. if it was any joy in my voice, it's only because it says five years in the passing meaning we didn't just let this fall to the wayside mm-hmm. under the rug. We are still here yeah. to commemorate this moment. Especially in this generation where shit becomes just for the moment. Like, I'm glad people remember this. I'm glad, like, this is something that is a staple. Unfor- unfortunate situation, but great because, like, his his uh, legacy continues to li- live on. Yo, shout out to my man. Mm. May he rest in peace. Facts. All right, so. Okay, so you all know what's next already. It is the quote of the day. The quote of the day. So I'm going to pass it over <laughs> to Storm. Okay. And let us know what his quote of the day is. <laughs> Thank you for <laughs> Throwing in my way, okay. No problem. Let's so, just... Ali. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Yo, you are so funny to me. All right, so the quote of the day, and y'all know we always trying to break some deep stuff. Mm-hmm. I won't digress any longer. Stay woke. One of the greatest journeys in life is overcoming insecurity and learning to truly not give a shit. Mm. You know what? I'm going to say that again, mm. except... It's just so straight. It sounds like something you would say. I'm going to make a small change to it. Mm-hmm. One of the greatest journeys in life is overcoming insecurity and learning to truly not give a fuck. Mm. Okay? It's a book about Let's that. Let's call it spade a spade. It's a book about that. The art of not giving a fuck. Right. I haven't read it. But I, I have not it read it good. either, but yeah. I heard it was good. Hey. I heard this kind of like overrated. What this quote means to me is pretty straightforward. Um, I don't think the, the quote caters to being realistic, though. Um, yeah, everybody likes the fact that, oh man, mm. I'm insecure about this. The easiest way to get it over is to just not give a shit. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Easier said than done. Facts. Very much so. So yeah, I have a lot of insecurities. Brian probably has some. A lot of y'all got insecurities. First I'm sure. Don't tell, me, don't tell me what I got and what I don't. Do you have insecurities? I do. Okay. So, <laughs> so I don't know. I guess, yeah, trying to get over it by not giving a shit that would help, but in, in, 
in reality, I think it takes time because insecurities stem from like trauma in your past, events that happened that made you the way that you are. It's not just like also saying, society. Yeah, society. Society expectations of you. Right, exactly. Yeah. Like you can't just not give a shit because mm-hmm. in reality, we all give a shit. Yeah. About what everybody else is thinking, whether you say you don't or you do, mm-hmm. you do. Mm-hmm. If you have a nine to five, you definitely do. Or a job, mm-hmm. you have to. Mm-hmm. Or you're gonna be unemployed. Yeah, that's a fact. So I mean, it's a good quote. I like it. It's, it's, Sounds great, but I just don't know if it's realistic. Yeah, I think I agree with you uh, 100% on that. Like, I think that um, if you're somebody who truly just doesn't give a fuck about anything, as far as, I I guess, the way other people perceive you, Mm -hmm. I feel like that's, like, a great, great quality to have. But I think it takes a lot to get to that place. I think that we're in a generation to where, like, we appreciate authenticity and things such as that. But even I feel like people that we feel like are the most authentic, the most authentic selves, like I feel like they have a lot of insecurities that go along with that. Mm. And um, I think an example that, of that could be uh, Cardi B. Like, she's authentic in the way that she is. Yeah. But at the same time, she has a lot of insecurities. So I remember, like, at the beginning of her career, to where, like, people would talk shit about her, like, yeah, on remember pages the music and things video like that. Yeah, remember the music video she was in a dirty-ass bathtub, yeah. the, the, the bad teeth, yeah. and she got a body. Yeah, and, and she would always say something yeah. about that. So even people that you don't think that don't give a fuck, mm-hmm. they still have insecurities. But at the same time, those insecurities are what make them authentic, right? You know what? I feel like you cannot give a, a fuck, but not yet. Like, once you first establish yourself... And you build your credibility, then you can really truly not give a shit. But if you just come out the gate not giving a shit, then they're mm-hmm. not going to give a shit about you either. Like, I feel like people that have already made it to a certain caliber, people know what they're capable of and they know what they can do. So then they mm-hmm. can start saying, okay, I'm not listening to you. Mm-hmm. What I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Give a shit. You know? It's all about credibility. And I think that when you put something out and people accept it, then you have more confidence and you really don't give a fuck because you know that you are well versed in whatever it is that you're talking about or whatever it is that you exactly know. exactly yeah. they can't tell you nothing because you know and they know that mm-hmm. you know yeah right yeah so that was the quarter of the day y'all think a little deeper um hopefully we provide a little bit of insight on that for y'all but let's dive into this topic man we're talking about insecurities which is a big thing uh, not only with just men, but with humans in general. Mm-hmm. Everybody probably, no, 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 probably. Everybody has one insecurity at least. Everybody has at least two. At least, right, now at I least was being two. nice. I was being Maybe generous three. with one. Maybe like, three. Just because you don't tell people about yeah. it, don't mean it's not there, but well, you know. I, you know what the yeah, fuck, yeah. you're struggling with some yeah, shit, goddammit. Mm-hmm. I know I got some insecurity. So what we're going to do is we, we, we basically went. Um, we went online, we just looked at some of the main insecurities because we already knew what they were. We were curious to see what other people mm-hmm. thought they were as well. So we thought we'd give you an interesting take on our take. So maybe some of our insecurities. This is men. <laughs> Yo, this is deep right and here. Like, really coming and like, out. And like just the preference is like people know, probably know of mm-hmm. these insecurities, but really don't know the context as far as like the details of these insecurities and what they mean to us. So, ladies, if y'all listening, this is probably the one you wanted to hear. Because we're going to tell y'all what y'all already know, but tell not all. really. This is, this is our tell-all? This, this is our, <laughs> well, tell some, And maybe a little more, depending on how much I'm feeling. You okay. Know. So, um... You, you're going to be vulnerable? Hmm? You're going to be vulnerable today? I'm going to attempt to be vulnerable as okay. I can. Okay, see? Growth. It's, it's hard, man. Made, yeah. made men should. Made. Lock in. That is a made man. <laughs> yeah, I love us, man. All right, so the topics. Let's um let's start with the first thing that I think comes to my mind 
um, that would be your body. Mm. I um have been working on my body a lot, mm-hmm. and I'll start by saying my insecurities. Then I'll probably tell you what I've done to try to overcome those security insecurities, and then maybe we can just talk about like different insecurities other people face as well. Mm-hmm. But I know that my insecurities, um, whatever, candid moment. My insecurities is that I used to be the tall and skinny guy. Mm-hmm. You know, I hate it when people used to call me the tall and skinny guy. I'm, mm-hmm. You're like, oh, you Christian. Oh, the tall, skinny dude, right? That's what they used to call you? Like, I'm not even tall and skinny. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I don't get it. So I just, I used to be really skinny, like really small. Um, another insecurity that I have is uh, a gut. Mm. Believe it or not, I'm, I've am i been in the gym crazy. He's been in the I gym crazy. I can, like, I can vouch for that. <laughs> yeah, like, and, I'm, and I'm, I'm looking down. I, I feel confident in the way that I feel and the way that I look. Like, mm-hmm. I look at myself and I'm like, okay, good job. Mm-hmm. But... At the same time, man, got that little kangaroo pouch down there, man. <laughs> Collecting all the goodies, man. It's just, I can't shake it. I don't know. I feel like in high school, I didn't. Mm. But now I do. And, you know, I look it up. You know, apparently everybody stores fat right there, whatever. But I'm working on it, getting it done. You probably can't even tell. Not that I told you, you probably can't. But <laughs> if I catch you looking, I'm going to say something. So don't look. But, yeah, man. I mean, that, that's a body insecurity about me. I mean, mm. luckily, I've been blessed with some beautiful hands and feet. You know, y'all football players can't relate. Yeah. Ugly ass feet. Yeah. But, um, I'm insecure yeah. about my feet. <laughs> you said what? I'm insecure about my feet. I ain't going to lie. Um, I think that when it comes to body insecurities, I don't think that it was something that I struggle with is just something that I always wanted to address before it was a problem to me. Okay. So, like, I think health was always something that was important to me. And I think I developed it at an early age. So, like, it was this commercial that used to come on. And I don't know if y'all remember this commercial, but it was this dude. It was... It was this um, eight-second ab commercial that I used to watch. Mm. It was either eight or five-second abs, right? Like so the it was a, it, it was a one-eight hundred number. Mm. It was a VHS that you bought, and um, basically, like it taught you how to get abs within eight seconds. Did I buy the VHS? No, I was like what eight. You wanted the abs in eight or seconds, ten years though. old? <laughs> yeah, I did want the abs though. So I was like, you know, like abs are something that I really want. And I felt like at that time I was chubby, but I was rightfully chubby because I was eight. I was between eight and ten years old. Eating good, man. Right. So what I started to do was I started to do sit-ups. Like, so I would be watching cartoons. Mm-hmm. And between on the commercials, I would just start doing crunches. Mm-hmm. And um, I saw the results. And I was just like, yo, like I want I like this workout shit. And for a while, I thought I was going to become a personal trainer. But I think like body image is at just ten years old, eight years old. Yeah, like I, I was thinking long term at an early age. But um, I think that uh, what it comes down to is just like body image was something that was important to me. Is it an insecurity? I had the benefit of just playing sports all throughout my life. But I think that when I do feel like that, I start to look a little flabby, or I start to feel like I'm not. Like big as I was, or mm-hmm. I'm, I'm at this place, but then I feel like I'm not at where I'm supposed yeah. to be. Yeah, that's something that I think that is an insecurity for me. Like I feel like I need, like I go to the gym at least four to five days a week. As you should. And I don't think it's there to impress anybody. I think it's just really just that, like, I need to stay in shape. Like I feel like I need to, like, what if I if I feel like I'm going from a six pack to a four pack? Sorry. It's not, Slight flex, but okay. Yeah, um, I saw that. I was um, like, oh, okay, we can um, move if you want. But, uh, um, but just like... Two pack. One, two, and then the gut. 
So, like, if I ever feel like that, uh, you know, I'm getting flabby or I'm not where I want to be, like, I just start working out harder. Man, you know what? When a, when a, this how you know when you're out of shape. This is what build insecurities. When you look at yourself and you already critical on yourself. So yeah. So, you're going to be like, dang. Yeah, I'm very critical of myself. <laughs> dang. I'm and very then, critical. But when your friend come in and be like, yo, your face getting a little, a little wide. That's when you really start getting insecurity. Like I think, yeah, and I can actually talk to that because, like, in 2017, when I was going through my whole like little depression or whatever, like I lost a lot of weight, and like I would take pictures in the gym, and everybody was like, "Yo, you look like you losing weight. You in shape?" I was like, "Yo, no, that's not what I'm going for. Yo. Yeah, that's not what I'm going for." Yeah. They don't get it. So like, um, I think that like body insecurity is definitely like a big thing for men. Especially if you didn't have the opportunity to play sports and just really like be yeah. in the gym like that, and like you don't never want to be referred to like I think a lot of men don't want to be referred to as like yo that skinny guy that I met or yeah. like that tall and skinny guy that I met. Yeah, that's a fact. Like, you definitely and I think that social media also plays a lot into it because you know you got trainers on there making money. But you know what? <laughs> also flip it too. Like so, say that. People don't want to be in the gym four to five times a week. That's cool. That's your prerogative. I'm not saying you have to do that. That's my choice. It's his choice. That's mm-hmm. what we decided to do. If you are a tall and skinny dude, or if you are a big boy, fat boy, we look. I used to know this dude and shit. My homie from college. Mm-hmm. I used to know this. I still know. Mm-hmm. Um, they call him Fat Boy. He was a fat boy, <laughs> and they call him Fat Boy. But this is the coolest dude, and you know what? This man probably got more cream than anybody else on campus. Hey, no, that's a. Like, Not, that's a fact. Embrace who you that's are. That's a fact. <laughs> like, on the on the second high school that I went to, it was this dude named Corey, and he was fat, but he'll never like let his confidence go. He he'll tell me straight up like, "Yo, I know I look good, yo, and I can bag any chick. Yo, yo, big boy, that's bad. That's bad. And the chick that I bag will be better than every any chick that you And I just look at him sir. like. I was quiet back there, so I'd be like, I was like, yeah, like yeah, fuck oh, this I, dude. Yeah, oh, I, yeah. yeah, no, but he used to, though. Like, that's the thing. That's the thing. They he do. used to. Like, it, like he used like, to have his little S curl, and I was like, yo, like, S-curl. yeah, he used to have S curl. And he used to own that. Like, he was like, look at my eyes. Yo, and that make the difference. He that's was like, the difference. He was like, yo, look at my eyes. Like, I'm beautiful. I'm like, I'm beautiful. Like, any chick will be fortunate to have Yo, and, and Shorty's really be going for And they was going for it. Like, I'm telling you, if you are that guy and you don't want to do that and you like how you yeah, look, like, or if you just don't feel like working out, own it. You got to own that shit. I like, think the goal is just like to highlight your cute qualities. Yo, and work with what you got. Yeah. Everybody yeah. ain't got the same thing, yeah. man. There's something cute about everybody. Handsome about everybody. Yeah. Maybe. Um, am, I, am I being far-fetched? Some ugly motherfuckers out there. Whoa. Like, okay. You know Flavor Flav, right? He had, a, he had a whole show. I mean, he had a, a, the, the diamond clock. That was cool. He had a whole show. Women coming for him. Flavor of love what was... What was that one girl? Danger? Was that her name? Danger? Delicious. Deli- oh, New York Ooh. too, right? New York, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> Yo, anyway, regardless of what your body type is, man, like he's like the quote says, don't give a shit. Um, but at the same time, if you do want to change, you give a shit. Like, going to the gym a lot is hard. Yeah, I think, like, body image is just a big thing for men because I feel like... We're always comparing ourselves to the next man when it comes, especially like the fit dudes. Yo, I because you see, you see so many fit people on Instagram. Hey, and, yo, why are you in the gym, bro? But, you won. But, but you in won. real, but in real life, like that's such a small, mm-hmm. small piece of the population. But like all these dudes ain't fit. 
So it's just like women, men, when it comes to us and our body image, yeah, that's something that some men are insecure about. It's the fact of the matter. So if you ever dealing with a man, like big him up. <laughs> Yo, I'm always big up my king, my fellow brothers, man. Facts. The next thing is um, career development. Mm. This is a huge thing. I was just talking about this last night, actually. Yeah. Um, yo, that shit is tough. Yeah, it is tough. Because I feel like a lot of the time, we feel like that we need to have our career together mm-hmm. before we can even settle down and have a family and all that shit. Man, like, if you, if you don't, you feel like like you're not doing what you should be doing. Like, you're not enough, mm-hmm. almost, in a sense. Like yeah. I think that when it comes to, like, there's some women that I've met in the past and that I've uh, dated in the past to where, like, they had these amazing jobs. And, like, because my job wasn't, like, making as much as they were making, mm-hmm. I felt very, defeated, like, yeah. defeated. Like, why the fuck are you talking to me? Or why Why do you, why, why are we even having a conversation? You gotta let that go, man. Yeah. Just... And I think that, like, it's just a common misconception that, you know, like, because, like, you need to have your career established that you can't pursue a relationship or be serious with somebody mm-hmm. because like, you know, like you're still like trying to figure it out because when I first graduated from undergrad, my whole thing was chase the bag. Yeah. Like I don't need to <laughs> chase the bag. Cause I, I listen, I don't need a relationship right now. Cause that's just going to distract me. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. It was, it was really MOB. Mm-hmm. I almost got that tattoo. Thank God. Somebody Ooh, MLB, like, feel, what does that mean again? Money over bitches. Hey, say that But um, I think that like, just like that insecurity, like constantly thinking like, what is going to be my next move? Mm-hmm. Like, how do I get more money? I feel like that's common for everybody, but more common for men because I think that's how it's some men bro. measure themselves. Yeah. Measure themselves like according to like what a woman's expectation is. Mm-hmm. That's a fact, man. Like even, even myself, that's, that's a big insecurity. Not a big insecurity. I've always kind of just been good at whatever I did. I was valedictorian in my department in a lot of clubs. Talk your shit. Of the SGA. Like, hey, what? College. What? Wait, high you got another list? Like, go through your resume real quick. <laughs> shit, man. I'm doing this with pride. So, <laughs> I, uh, I was doing very well mm. up till I got into that, that real world experience period. So Post-graduation. When, when you came to New York. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much, man. New York will bring motherfuckers down to earth yo, real fast. Oh, man, bro. I, I'm in a job right now. I'm Honestly, I thought I'd be running the company by now. <laughs> ten, ten months in, I thought I was going to be the next CEO. Christian Sinclair. Storm Batiste. So <laughs> You heard that. Turns out things didn't work out that way. Um, I'm struggling, bro. Sometimes... I go weeks and months where I'm just like, what am I doing? Mm. It's part of the journey. I get it. Like, nothing comes in your timing. I had to realize that. But I'm not going to lie. When my career is not up, I go to these parties. I hang out with other people. They tell me about their careers and what they're doing, who they meet, and the money they make. And I'm like, man. But I had to stop that. Comparing myself to somebody yeah. else, like, it, it, it doesn't help. And so I realized, man, it, it comes in the right time, being consistent with it. And it's just defeating. I ain't going to lie. Yeah, and I think, like, the main thing is, like, you can never compare your journey to somebody else's. Like, understand, like, with anybody's journey, like, it's a series of good luck, mm-hmm. hard work. Wow. Good luck is real, by the way. Good luck and hard work. Which like, I believe in, but And luck. just, like, faith. <laughs> and, like, and, like what is, whatever it is that they believe in. Yeah. So, I think that when it comes to man, like, understand, like, whenever you're... Whenever, like, you're able to do whatever you want to do, like, that's a blessing in itself. Mm-hmm. But also think about it on the um, spectrum of, like, you got to remember, like, 
shit takes time. And you can't say that, let's say, I, and and one thing I have to really understand is like. My bad, are we getting this for free right now? Because huh? I know you're a career coach, you're professional. Yeah, yeah, I'm a career coach. Is this free right this now? This is free game. Okay, cool. This is free game. I'm not, even, I'm not even charging you $9.99. You know, the way God my car is set up is you know, two days, <laughs> you got to go through. It's okay. It's checking savings account. I know how that works. I know how that works. Um, you got to understand that when it comes to like the way you think your life is going to be, it's always going to be different than the plan that you lay out for it. Mm-hmm. So just understand like people, everything takes time Thanks. and good luck, hard work and just like faith and like what you're doing. That's the only thing that you got to like really like continue on. Mm-hmm. Like you can't say that I'm going to be ready for a relate like. The common thing, and even when I graduated, I was like, I'm not getting in a relationship until I, until I'm 30. Because I feel like, good, right? I feel like that's when I'm ready mm-hmm. to just like, you know, that's why I feel like I'm gonna be ready. Married at 30, kids by 32. Nah. Looking back at 27, I'm like, nah. Like, I'm glad I got into that relationship. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I did this. I'm glad I dated such and such. Like, I'm I'm learning. Mm-hmm. So like, just like take that leap. Like, just. Like, be open to any and everything, because if you're open to any and everything, that's better as far as, like, helping you figure out what the fuck it is you want for yourself. That is a fact, man. It don't matter what your career aspirations are. Career development in general, you could be working at McDonald's, you could be working at IBM, you could be working at the damn sports, sporting goods store. Like, had it, like, stick to it. <laughs> I like models. Yeah, models. Is, hey, I just got some t-shirts from there. The Did day. you? They were good. Yeah, they, they, they you know, always they run, got a sale. They run big, though. Do that? They run very big. What do you get? Um, I got the, just the off-white t-shirt. You got an off-white? All white. The, oh, I thought you said an off-white. I, I was like, exit. I was like, what more dance start saying off-white? <laughs> Yo, regardless, <laughs> career development is an insecurity. If you don't have, you not on your grind, you not in your bag, you know women going to start side-eyeing you. And if they don't say nothing, even if your girl don't say nothing, she probably thinking about it in the back of her head, to be honest. Like, what are you really doing? You seen Insta You saw Insecure. Well, let's not get what was his name? Out. What's the uh, dude's name? Um, 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 shit. Best Buy. Best Buy, right? Um, she was like, what you shit. doing? Man, what's the nigga? Anyway, y'all know what we getting at, all right? Like, it's insecurity, but hey, work through it. Consistency. Stay true to what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me. We be worried about the same thing. Yeah, I'm definitely worried about the same thing. So, the next thing is really just talking about finance. So, that kind of ties into the career. But I think that a lot of us measure ourselves as far as like how much money we make. And this was something that I had to get over too. So like my whole thing is like um, I felt like I needed to be make, making six figures in order, in order to like be in a relationship. Oh, okay. You, you owe the end. Yeah, I was wilding. I was wilding. Who, who you thought you were? Huh? Who did you think you were? I don't know. You thought, never mind. I don't I was, know. <laughs> you thought you was up the... <laughs> the, the white. The white. <laughs> I'm just playing. It's not funny. <laughs> I'm just playing. But it's not... funny. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, I thought that, like, I needed to, like, be making six figures um, in order to be in a relationship. And the thing about it is, is just, like, when it comes to making six figures, when it comes to having money, like... That is not going to define Mm-mm. who you are, not at all, or like your status in life. Like, yeah, it's a nice to have. Well, I mean, some t- your status can be affected a little bit. What you mean? Like, money does make your status. No, no, no. As far I guess, like thinking about business and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. but as far as like personally, yeah, like how much money you making? Like, yeah. uh, you'll be surprised how many some women do, but like you'll be surprised how many women don't care about how much money you making. 
I think women don't care about how they do and they don't. They do. So, so it's about like what you're doing. Like, mm-hmm. what are you working towards? Yeah. So, like, let's say you're a teacher, mm-hmm. and um, you know, like teachers make what? Maybe like sixty k. If that shit, fifty to sixty no k. Fifty they, in New York, they make a lot more. Teachers do. Yeah, because of the cost of living, they gotta make more. So, like, teachers in New York maybe. They might make fifty to like seventy k. I feel like that's a lot for teachers. Yeah, it's a lot for in New York, but you gotta live in New York. Yeah, but I'm saying even like like making that transition, like the cost of living down south, teachers making like thirty. No, in 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 Chicago, teachers making like forty. So it's just like forty, forty five. Yeah. So it's just like, but I think like the main thing is just like, what is your plan? Like, Mm -hmm. I think that we get so wrapped up in like, I need to make more money. In order to be who the who the fuck I'm yeah, going to yeah, be. Yeah, 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 it's true. So I think, and I've been a victim Yo, of that. I'm, I'm the victim sometimes yeah. even today mm-hmm. on certain days. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we're often the victim of like equating our value to how much money we make. Mm-hmm. Like, it took me a while to realize like, you know, I got a lot of shit I can bring to the table outside of money. And this is when I was like broke. Like, Ooh. didn't have nothing. Oh, scary word. Like, when I got, when I was, when I was, what I was getting every two weeks, I was getting like, Maybe like eight hundred dollars every two weeks, and um, Steve's making more than me in my first. <laughs> I got lucky. Oh, actually, <laughs> in New York, yeah, like eight hundred. Oh, you know, eight hundred dollars every you're two right. weeks. I got paid every week. Yeah, like that, right. that was my rent. Damn, you lived? <laughs> Did you sleep on the couch? No, it's just like at the end of the month, I ain't gonna know what. Eight hundred. Yeah, like. Ooh. I mean, like, I think that's just New York, period. You got to go through that process. Mm-hmm. But um, I think that, like, you can't equate how much money you make to um, just everything else in life. Yeah, facts. Like, understand, like, finances are something that are always going to fluctuate. Like, there are times where you're going to be broke. Mm-hmm. There are times where you, you might be rich. That's a fact. But it's all about just, like, the way that you spend that money. And also just understand, like, there's going to be highs and lows when it comes to that money. And money isn't everything. Like, do you have a personality? Are you somebody that people can depend on? Like, what's your network looking like? like swear, those are like, all things are, that are important. If your personality shines through and you do what you're supposed to do, the money going to come regardless. But I feel like a lot of people say, oh, yeah, you getting money. Don't let that money change you. The money going to change you a little bit. Money changes you. It does. It does. But um, I think, but also, like, now I'm about to tell, like, I feel like a lot of women in New York are on their shit, too. I feel like a lot of women. I feel like it's a lot. It's in the city, like... Women do be on their stuff. Don't get me no, wrong. No, they be on their like, shit. Like, women I've talked to have done some very extraordinary things that I was very, very impressed with. Mm-hmm. I think that it just depends on the woman. Nine times out of ten, the women that I've come across in New York, mm-hmm. they're doing big things, right? So, it's just more so, like, do they have a connection with somebody? Is it somebody they can, like, genuinely, like, just have a conversation with? Mm-hmm. Just, just really connect with on an intimate level. So I think that when it comes to men, like although like we always want to be these breadwinners, we want to be the ones to like bring on the bacon, and that's something that I want to do. But like I wouldn't be like devastated mm-hmm. if my significant other made more money than me. I wouldn't be devastated either. But I mean, like at the end of the day, man, like money is money. Finances that is an insecurity of ours. We need to get more money. So. What you need to do as a man is if you are insecure about your money, then stop complaining about the shit and go out and actually do something. It's so many different ways. Do some legal shit. Please. It's too, it's too it's much. Easy. It's too many opportunities in New York. Yeah, man, you can be a dog walker. You can, can be, be a career coach. I was. A, you can have a podcast. I was a Uber driver for a while. You can be an Uber driver. Fix somebody's head. Like 
Somebody, somebody help. That was you about to say. Hey, look, I cater to all audiences. Okay, <laughs> do your best thing and live your life, King. That's what I live in. My true. <laughs> <laughs> Let me stop, man. We've been on this finance for a minute. The next thing y'all gonna really, really enjoy. This next one, sexual performance, and we know. We know, man. We all struggle with it. Everybody mm. struggles with this one time or another. Yo, because a lot of times we ain't shit. <laughs> we go in, we get what we want, we conquer us. We get what we want, we take what we want, and we done. Yeah. <laughs> we chilling. That's a fact. I'm like, you want to watch some on Netflix? Some new shows juice? that just came you want out. Some juice? <laughs> <laughs> some juice. <laughs> Yo, I'm hungry. What we got to eat? You got seamless up. So it's just like sexual performance is a big thing as far as the insecurity goes because me. I feel like for the most part, I'm good, hundred percent. This is me being vulnerable, opening out, and all that stuff. We was talking about at the beginning. <laughs> That's right? you being vulnerable. I'm yeah, good. Yeah, I'm yeah. good. And for the most part, I'm good. Like mm. you, you gonna get that first round out of me. But sometimes, <laughs> sometimes things don't really work out. I mean, I don't know if I ain't drinking enough water that day, ain't exercising <laughs> properly throughout the week. Sometimes it happens. Right. But that's been an insecurity of mine before. That's happened to me where I was actually mid sexual intercourse with somebody and then i was just like damn i'm like you over it i'm like that i'm not here anymore like i'm i don't know if i was thinking about i think maybe i was thinking about Mm. i don't know Mm. but of course after that i caught mad heat from Mm. the person like oh you don't think i'm beautiful you're not attracted to me how the hell you (laughs) how the hell you go limp and mid-stroke that's a that's a Yo. first of all that's a wild Yo. situation so, that goes somebody, somebody shot Mexico. me with tranquilizer <laughs> in my dick when I went looking <laughs> he went to sleep Yo, but you know what mentally bro I was just not there yeah yeah so um first of all going like limp men scrote is crazy um yo it, it is you I gotta think, watch out for them tranquilizers bro <laughs> I think that like it's an um, expectation that's usually put on you as far as like um, whether you're enough for the woman or whether you're satisfying her. So I think that you know you had this spectrum of like some men that just don't give a fuck. Like as far as like I'm in here to get it, and then I'm in here to leave. Versus the men that just want to like sit down and just be like, all right, I'm gonna make sure that you're satisfied before I'm satisfied. Two different spectrums. That's a very, very good point. You're right. Um, but I think that I've been like, both men. <laughs> I've been yeah, I've been both men. But I think that like as far as um performance, I think that, you know, I always personally I always put the pressure on myself to just be like, this is gonna be some of the best sex of your life. Like get your mind get get ready. And <laughs> I think that like I've definitely underperformed sometimes. Yes. And I think and it's an insecurity in that, you know, like you want to be, you, I think we put a uh, weight on our back, like thinking that we need to be the best that this woman has ever had. You know what? Knowing damn well, like mm-hmm. we don't know. We ain't never going to know what mm-hmm. she's had or she the experience. She's not going to tell you, yeah. She'll tell, no, first of all, pause. So, not pause, but first of all. A woman will tell you, like, yo, this is the best sex I've ever had in my life. I feel like women say that. You think they lie? When they in the moment. Yeah, they, they probably told the last three dudes that. Okay. So, <laughs> I think that, like, it's a pressure on us or that we put on ourselves to say, like, this is going to be some of the best sex we ever had, so I need to perform. Mm-hmm. When, like, maybe, like, you might not be suited for this. Maybe you, not, maybe you might not be ready 
for that level of vagina in your life. Yo, I told because you. Because it's been instances. It's been instances the way, like, somebody done put it on me. And I just looked at her like, yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> Next caller. <laughs> you are not calling number 22. Yo. Um, Yo, no, no, I no. Think, I think overall, like, as men, we put this pressure on ourselves oh, to man. be, like, the best. Mm-hmm. That a woman has ever had, and then we end up underperforming. Mm. And I think it's just cool to just understand that you know, like you're not gonna be, you know, Brian Pumper every time. You remember, it, you remember Brian Pumper? <laughs> <laughs> you remember that? You remember him? Yeah, you dumb, bro. <laughs> oh my god. Yo, bro, that's that's a, that's a fact though. Like, the, it is an insecurity because you do feel like you need to perform. You need to be the best that they probably ever had up to this point. When a girl doesn't. I'm not even going to say this. Like, if a girl don't get hers every time, I'm not necessarily like, oh, I'm defeated. Oh, she didn't get hers. Like, I can usually tell, like, even if she didn't get it, she's, like, satisfied. I can see that. Too. Like, we had a good, like, yeah. it was a good experience. It was a good time. It was a very good experience. Like, but I used to be at a point where I was like, dang, she didn't get hers. Like, I'm not. But dudes get theirs every time. Like, we, we built different. Yeah, we built different. Like, and you, the girl tell you, yo, I had a good time, even if she didn't get hers. Like, she probably had a good time. If she texts you afterwards, like, you in the clip. That's how I look at it. Mm. If she texts you afterwards, like, yo, what you doing? You're in the clip. That's a fact. So I think, like, unless you're just god-awful out there, like, that's a whole different, like, thing you need to figure out. But I think that overall that, you know, like, you can't always walk in there always expecting that you're going to be the best. And no pressure, man. Ever it's just a- no, it's always pressure. It's always, well, like, like it's understand pressure, that it's, like, pressure. it's pressure. It's pressure, but no pressure. Like, it's pressure, but mentally, mm-hmm. you have to tell yourself it's no pressure. Like, I called you one night when I, I remember Shorty was night. coming yeah. over, and I was like, yo, man, this girl, uh, you got, mm, mm, damn, I didn't know what to do. Mm. I was like, yo, I don't know if I'm going to, mm, called you the next day. It was all good. It was breezy, bro. Yeah. I was all in my own head. So, I think that, and I think a lot of women don't know that shit. Like, you know, like, it's a whole preparation before. Yo, it's so. So let me no let me pressure, let me man. let me let me walk you let me walk women through this. So when we know a chick is coming over, like we'd have been on like three two three dates, mm-hmm. and it's just like you know what time it is. We've been on one date. You never know. So like you, oh, man, you talking, <laughs> So I don't think women realize that when we like know what time it is, like we've been hinting at it all week, we've been talking about it. Mm-hmm. It's pressure. Yo, it's game time. Like, it's game time. Like, it's just like, yo. It's the we, finals. We, <laughs> it's the finals. And you, we didn't got past game the, four. <laughs> we ain't got past the conference championships. <laughs> yo, like, you come harder, you go home. Yeah, and basically, I don't think, like, we have to prepare ourselves. I think a lot of, a lot of us have to prepare ourselves mentally for, like, what's about to go on because we know we have to put on a show. Mm-hmm. Like, you basically just a body. And we just need to, like, we need to Kobe that shit. Yeah, you know what I'm talking we, about? We need 81 points. Look, this is what we I do. We need to go 81. If I know that the chick I'm with, I, I'm like, dang, it's the first time. And this is just a lot better than... I knew it was going to be good, but it's better than that. And now mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, shit, I don't know how much longer I'm going to let... Look, this is what you need to do. This is what I think about. Go ahead. Okay? Go ahead. I think about fish tanks. Fish tanks? Football games. Football games. <laughs> I think about um, some random shit. Yeah. Some clouds. Yeah. Find a spot on the wall. Yeah. Focus on that spot and ask yourself, why is that black ass spot on my white ass walls? That is exactly what I do. 
I, I do a lot of references to football. I, I, I find a spot on the wall. I put my helmet on. And I, I visualize me running down the field. Not thinking about what's going on in that moment. Because <laughs> if you like, do, really, if you do, it's over. Like you, you got a good five minutes yeah, out of me, and then it's over. Five, if even five. <laughs> if even five. Yeah, look, he's being very generous right now. <laughs> look, but I think it's just important to understand that sexual performance is something that is very, very important to a man. Because at the end of the day, whether you know it or not, whether a man claims it or not, we want to make sure we show up and that we show out. So, as men, I think we just need to understand that every time is not going to be, like, gear, prime time. Mm-mm. Most time, the first time is trash anyway. Look, women. Did you notice that, too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, the, like, the first time is trash. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like women, get, you should give, give men the benefit of the doubt. Yo, I, I feel like the second time. If you did the first time and you really actually like to do it, give them the second time. Like. You still got time, like, cause y'all was probably drunk. No, second time I'm meditating before. Yo, the second time <laughs> I've been preparing for this moment all yep. week, yep. all five, yep. all six days. I'm in my, day. I'm in my bandana. Yo, <laughs> that is a fact. But look, if you really want to hurt a man and you really want to make him feel like shit, after y'all had sex, tell him his dick game is weak. Oh, you you ain't heard that before, have you? Fuck no. Oh, but shit. I'm just thinking about if a girl ever told me that. That would hurt me. Oh shit! After yeah, that'd be like a fucking javelin to the chest. And it, and it's like different ways that she could tell you because she could just like roll over and just be like, oh, "I'm tired." <sighs> well, actually, I gotta go. My sister, uh, yeah. my sister just died, my, so I gotta go. Yeah, I forgot to feed my dog. I gotta feed him at this time, three o'clock. That's when he. You gotta look for the signs, but if a woman would have heard it, if a woman ever tell you that, first of all, put her out your house immediately if you were there. <laughs> Because she don't. You call her Uber because you fucked up. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, you call. Wait, do you call people at Uber or do you let them call your own Uber? Yo, I actually volunteer. Be like, yo, I call your Uber. It, it depends on the radius and how far we going. <laughs> yeah, I don't call. No, no, you Uber. know what? I call them an Uber every time. But this is <laughs> this gonna sound so trash. <laughs> yeah. So I would call you an Uber. That's guaranteed. I'm <laughs> Southern gentleman, baby. You know what I mean? So. The only difference is I'm either gonna call you a Uber Pool or I'm gonna call you a Uber X. If I call you a Uber Pool, I think she just needs to understand. Like I'm most likely gonna call the Uber Pool, I'm, I'm, <laughs> and no shame. I had a bad experience with that. Shit. Really? Like I called a girl a Uber Pool and she was in the Uber for damn near an hour and a half. She was just going, she was just going across the bridge. We stay right at the bridge. She left at twelve. Then get home to three. Yo, yo, yo my man, the Uber pool. Yo, I'm never. I don't care. Like what I do, what I do is, it's just like what I do is, I'm just like, let's look at the prices. I'm gonna compare Uber. <laughs> I'm going to compare Via, Bro, you can't, and I'm going to compare Lyft. You can't be doing all of that, man. No, like, I'm cost efficient. You I'm not I'm not afraid to be transparent as far as I just saying, like... I see that. Listen, like, I got a pool for you. Like, you ain't got to walk for this one, but this is going to, like, Yo, pick you up right in front of the crib. some people off, boy. I don't care. Like, at the I end of the day, I don't the, care. What if the pool was gold and it was vintage? 
Vintage vagina. You still don't care. So how about this uh, football season coming up? Okay, next <laughs> thing we're talking about. Yeah, that is a fact. <laughs> that is a fact. Yo, so <laughs> another thing, and, and I haven't experienced this yet, but I know a lot of people that have experienced this, is, yo, your hair. That's something that's really important. That's probably like our number one, number one fear in life. Yo, and this might be irrational. It might be irrational, but... Like me, my hairline receding. That's probably like my number. Bro, one it's not irrational, bro. It's it's crazy. Every time the barber come my hair, be where, yo, I be feeling like it's somewhere yo, else. Why you going so far back? I be feeling like 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 listen, you don't need to do the razor. Don't like you feel that. like your hairline was further forward yes. than what they? When yes, they, yes. I feel like it was close to my eyebrows the last time I came in. And it just it's almost down on the top of my I head. Feel like <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it's a scary situation, man. Like I think that because because what it comes down to is that when you get older. People ask you, yo, you don't look your age when it comes to men. And that usually means you either got hair or you don't wow. got hair. Have you ever thought about that? Mm. Like when somebody tell you like, yo, you don't look your age. And the men they tell that to is the ones who got all their hair. That's never happened. But if somebody told me that. I'd be- I watched it in church 24-7. When I was growing up in church, like when somebody would say, yo, you don't look your age. All those men would have hair. Mmm. Yo, hair's a big thing. I mean, it's, 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 it's I a, haven't experienced it yet, but I'm going to be honest. Like, I know some people that, you know, LeBron ain't the only one they got to worry about. But look, it's a fix to that. Look, we all good, hardworking young men, millennial men. Get you, um, <laughs> go ahead and start saving. Put an account. Would you, would you get implants? For, for $12,000. <laughs> um, ask Safari if you don't know where to go. He'll tell you. Would you get implants? Or a unit. <laughs> Yo, hell yeah, I get implants. Oh, if it's gonna make my hair come back, I use the drops. I use the implants. I take the twelve thousand and get me one. Yeah. Would you get a unit like the weave? What? No. The weave, like, like it's like they put a weave on top of your um, head. I don't know about all that. I try to take care of my hair. I use Oregon oil. Oregon, know, the natural yeah. coconut. Yes. Oil. Yeah. yeah. I want my shit to grow. What's the What's the beard? Um. Um. Shea Moisture got it. Shea Moisture. Nah, it's another one though. What's the name of that stuff I put on my beard? Um. Um. Castor. Castor oil. Yeah, castor oil will do you yes. right. Yes. Yeah, you're right. Get your anytime your corners like mm-hmm. the corners are usually the first thing to go. Mm. Yo. So I think that like you put some castor oil on your. On your uh, corners daily, you'll be fine. No, that shit's scary, but it's the truth. <laughs> the next thing, and this probably could have been compared. This could have been going back to, uh, to the, uh, sexual performance. Right? Yeah. Your penis. Ooh. The pain. Y'all remember we talked about the powder pain? Um, yeah. Um, I think that's that's such a, that's an insecurity like men have. Um. Yeah, man. Uh, it's, it's a real thing. Like, personally, I've never had to, like... Luckily, Jesus, whatever, bless me, I'm good. I've never had any complaints or any worries about that. But honestly, like a lot of women have told me this. Sometimes it is the size that matters for some women. It really goes by case by case basis. Or is it the motion in the ocean? Simple as that. Mm. Like, and you know what? Regardless of what you have and who you are, that girl that you with, if she like you enough, I promise you, she's going to at least try it. She's going to try whatever. So remember how we talking about it was game day? Yeah. The finals? Yeah. Show out. Yeah. What you've been practicing. If yeah. you ain't practiced, then maybe you should. Before you Size of the boat, motion in the ocean. Do what's best for you. Yeah, you know, mix. Everybody ain't built the same way. And that's no, no, no fault to you. That's just how you was built. You can't help so. it. No, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Brian laughing like it's a bad That's not a bad thing. So, 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 I'm going to share a personal story. Man, so. so, when I was like a teenager, 
I had just started dabbling in porn, right? So this is when I was what a kind teenager. Of porn? So like it was just like this this you Ebony or Bang what? Bros like just oh, porn hub. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Bang Bros like volume one, two, and three, goddammit. Oh, you was a, Um so okay. like I was I would see these people and I would be like, yo, like my shit ain't like that. Is that what is that what's expected? Facts. Is that what's expected? So, um, I actually went to my dad and I was like, yo, I don't think my shit big enough. But first of all, we talking <laughs> fucking dinosaur dicks, which ain't, I don't even know if them shits is real, to be honest. I don't even, like, that shit's scary. First I'm, of all, I wouldn't want that. I'm dead serious. I went to my dad like, yo, I don't think my shit big enough. And he was like, what? <laughs> he just looked at me like. What are you talking about? That is assault, what they be doing to them girls. That is a deadly fucking weapon. They be hurting these women, bro. But ain't good. that was something that I was um, insecure about before I even had started having sex. Because I was dabbling in porn. And porn ain't really for me. But I was dabbling in porn. And I was like, oh, like why? Like, how? Like, wh- like the circumference? Yo, porn, <laughs> porn is a misinformation. Porn will have you thinking you're supposed to be Superman mm. or whoever or the fucking superheroes mm. you want to be. Mm. Those dudes be doing something that ain't normal. I'm going to just call them the experts. I don't even know if it's that. Okay, maybe they, they maybe it might be experts. They be, they be, yeah, yeah. Okay. That is not normal. That messed me up. That yeah. actually did mess me up because I was thinking, yo, until I can do that. I'm not good enough to even have sex. That's what I was thinking, but then I started having sex, and I was like, all right, I'm good. Yeah, like, oh, girl, okay. you ain't even trying to do none of that shit. She been doing something. Okay. Let's go. Shit. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yo, yo, first of all, okay, so the, the main thing you need to get out of is that the penis size really doesn't matter? I feel it like. matters to some women. Some oh, women they don't care. Yeah, basically. like it's very, it's very subjective. Very subjective. <laughs> so you're gonna get some women that do that, and some women that don't. Find what, what's it? Find your find little corner of happiness. Find the find the shoe that fits you the best. I like it. Find the shoe that fits you the best. There's how many people in this world? Six point something billion. Billion. billion people. Yo, I promise you, you gonna find one out there. And each woman I've ever talked to, they've all given me different motion or either size. And sometimes it do matter. Like, mm. just know your strength. And what we told you, big boys, skinny boys, whatever hey, you have, work with it, right? Know yourself. Know your worth. Goddamn mm-hmm. it. That's a fact, man. But look, we really, really hope y'all got something out of this. We had a good ass time talking about it. Fuck y'all talking about <laughs> I'm just playing. But anyway, no, nah, we really appreciate y'all listening. Yep. Um, personal take from us, some of our insecurities, some stuff I probably would never have just told people, but I feel comfortable enough to do it. So I'm gonna tell y'all about it. Facts. But um, yeah, man. Your body, the career development, finance, sexual performance, your hair, and the paint. Think about it. What relates to you the most? Regardless, man, we appreciate y'all listening. Yep. We always do. Yep, always. Like, thank you for listening. Thank you for, uh, you know, to the support. Like, views been going up. Yo, views is always going up. Y'all still listening to the, um, 
Oh, what was the last one? Hot Girls and the City Boys joint? Yep. And I swear, every time, every day I look at it, man, it's, it's, it's more and more people like looking at it. So I appreciate what y'all do, man. I, just tell me y'all fool with us a little bit, right? Facts. Yeah? Yeah, but once again, this is Storm Batiste. And this is B.A. And this is another episode of Made Man Podcast. Bringing you everything that we think every man should know, no matter if you're white, black, skinny, or fat. These are the facts. Facts. And everything that we think every man of the 21st century should know about savings, investing, dating, and everything. Everything else in between. Y'all stay tuned. Y'all make sure y'all rate, y'all review, y'all show us the love. Y'all listen. So please do it for us. We will definitely be back with some more good shit for y'all. Peace.